ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to podcast! What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the 1% Academy Podcast. I am your host, Carson Lee, and I'm here with my co-host down in Florida, Mr. Pete Jorgen, and oh. uh, Justin Cortez. What's up, you guys? How we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Uh... Cortez seems to have had a long day. It's been a long day this time. Did you forget how to English? Real quick, real fast. Yes, yes. Anyways, you guys, on today's show, we have uh, one of our good friends and uh, fellow professional baseball player, Skylar Mercado, on the podcast. Yo, yo. Skylar, how you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? Glad to get you on. Playing the drums over here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to get you on. Um, so you guys, Skyler is, let's see, what do I got down here? He He's is playing. Uh, tall, dark, handsome man. He's <laughs> tall, tall as a stretch. <laughs> Skyler uh, has played two years of professional baseball, correct? Yes. And uh, he went to college at USC Aiken and uh, the Peach Belt, and played in the Peach Belt Conference. And uh, so now we are all down here in Florida trying to secure ourselves a job this year. Skylar is from the Bronx in New York. We were yeah, just, yeah. We were just talking about it today. <laughs> just talking about today the difference between Bronx and Houston. Uh, that's a big difference. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, Jeez. That's the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, yeah, but anyways, to get started. <laughs> 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 Let's just let's just say this: the people in the Bronx don't bang on trash cans and know what pitch is coming, right? No, we don't. Uh, fair we and square. To talk about the, we'll have to touch on the Astros and various. Fair and square. Uh, anyway, twenty-seven. <laughs> this guy. We go with the rings. Uh, growing up in the Bronx, what was it like? You know, getting into baseball. Like, how do you get into baseball in the Bronx? And then, what's it like? Like your childhood, as far as playing and uh, getting into high school ball. You know, a lot of people would be surprised, but um, baseball is huge. Obviously, having the Yankees in the Bronx, it's like, you know, second nature. I mean, basketball is obviously king in in New York, but baseball is definitely right up there with it. So it well, wasn't yeah. it wasn't it wasn't too hard, especially with my dad being a huge Yankees fan. So you know, that's that's how, how it kind of started. How far you live from Yankee Stadium? Like ten, fifteen minutes. That's sick. That's badass. With traffic, about an hour and fifteen. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's badass. That's just, just as bad as 95 this morning. Mm. So, uh, what about though, like, you know, growing up in the cold weather and stuff, surely that's got to make it, like, hard to, to be able to get outside and start playing, especially as a young kid. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough, but, um, you know, as of late, with all the indoor facilities that, that these pro guys from, from New York have, because all that money that they're making, you know, giving back to the Bronx, it's, it's awesome because, you know, not only do I have a place, but... You know, my brother has a place, and all these other younger kids have a place to train without having to go outside and getting that experience, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know we'll touch on this later, but I kind of want to bring it up while we're talking about your childhood. Uh, I know you played stickball a lot. Like, we've talked about your stickball league. Yeah. How much was that an influence as far as getting into baseball um, when you were younger? Like, were you playing stickball before you started playing baseball, or was it kind of baseball and then you start picking up stickball? Um, it was kind of at the same time. Um, you know, the stickball thing started with my grandfather actually in the eighties and then my dad took it over and, um, you know, it went hand in hand with, 
with baseball and stickball season, so it was just kind of at the yeah, same exactly. time. They kind of took stickball to like a whole new level, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's in a couple different states now: California, Puerto Rico, uh, Florida. We got Tampa and Orlando and Miami actually. Um, got sick. the Bronx, Virginia. There's a team even in Kansas. And uh, we actually just had I some visitors that, from... But uh, it's not in Garden City, though. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? We should make one. <laughs> actually, it's, it's cool because... Um, we got our guy right here. Hey, listen, I'll do whatever. Okay. For stickball, for sure. Yeah. Um, we actually had visitors from France who created their own stickball league. That's sick. Yeah, two years ago. So that was, that was an awesome Very experience cool. to have them come out. That's sick. Yeah, so they came over here yeah. to play against you guys. Well, they didn't come to play. They just kind of came to watch and, you know, take that's, a couple swings and stuff. That's sick. Yeah. It was awesome. That's interesting to think that, like, it's gone something in. like that, which you, like, is something very close and personal to you that mm. would bring somebody's interest from, like, another country. Yeah. yeah. That's Go, awesome. Going yeah. international. Yeah. Nice. What, uh, I mean, I'm sure being able to play stickball all the time, like, that translated a lot to baseball. Like, as yeah. far as, like, you're getting game reps for your, or hand-eye coordination reps basically every day. Honestly, I think stickball is harder than baseball. From a defensive from a defensive span. It's a it's a handball. If you ever see like yeah. one of those rubber yeah, handballs, like really, yeah, uh-huh. they're really small. Um, they used to play with it. They used to pump it up with air, and then it was like move all over the place and zigzag all over. But um, <laughs> y'all don't play with gloves, do y'all? No, nope, bare hands. Bare that's why. That's why. That's why I think it's harder than baseball yeah, because for sure. Ground balls there. I don't play the infield for stickball. That's how that's how hard it is personally to me. And you're a damn I good infielder. I can't. So that like says a lot. <laughs> I can't do it. So me and my brother will play the outfield, and it's even then it's it's hard, but that's easier than taking ground balls in the infield for yeah. stickball. Right. Sounds fun though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It sounds it's, so it's, challenging. It's so awesome. So besides, so correct me if I'm wrong here. Besides catching the ball and getting an out, how else do you get the out? Like. Uh, well, there's there's eight fielders. Okay. You have uh, actually, yeah, there's eight fielders. You got four infielders, the regular infield, um, first, second, third, and short, and then you have four outfielders, which you have behind second, and then the three that fill in behind there, and you play accordingly to each each hitter. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know you have shifts and stuff like that. But you run the bases. I think they're about seventy five feet. Um, and outs come by either obviously catching it, throwing them out at first. There's no pegs or anything like that. And maybe, and maybe that's where I was getting. Yeah, is, yeah, you know, yeah. There's no pegs. pegs. No, but backyard a, baseball in Texas, it's just straight pegs. Oh, yeah, straight no, hundred percent. That's how wiffle ball was too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's only one strike. You swing and miss, you're out. Hit a foul ball, you're out. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. Seven innings, three outs. Y'all play on like an official field? Y'all just play well, we in the have streets? We have a street that's pretty much an official field. It's called Stickball Boulevard. Oh, that's, and uh, that's there's two fields. Because that that's like, when I there. think of stickball, that's what I think of. I think like the movies when the kids are out there just swinging a, yeah. a, a little stick. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm It's actually of wild because people, now, now there's custom bats. Like, there's some <laughs> bat companies that will make stick that make stickball bats. 
So. You let me know. Ladies and gentlemen, our sponsor of the show, 300 Bats, which you heard the last episode, Pete Jorgen is offering to make a stickball bat for all you stickball competitors out there. You let me know, and I will get to work on it. So let's do this. No, that would actually sure. be sick. Yeah, no. <laughs> you might as well start making cricket bats where you're at it. Uh-huh. Listen, there's a cricket team in Lake City. I see them out there playing. They're always playing at the rodeo arena, so I bet we get some customers. We could. We could. I bet they don't have bat endorsements either. Cricket, we could. So, you know. You might have a market here. I could. You I could have. have. You might have a market. I'm we'll make, make a money moves here. But. This, is, this, is, <laughs> hey, this is a business podcast. That's why I changed the name. So, you know, we can kind of so, feature in all aspects of life here. All right. So then, so we're on the bat topic now. So what, do you, like, what is the diameter of the bat? It's kind of like a broomstick, basically. It's whatever, right? it's whatever you want it to whatever be. Whatever you want it to be. That's actually, so. Good question. Playing in, playing in California. We play in San Diego. It's a giant tournament uh, pretty much every other Labor Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a three-day tournament usually. Um, There was 23 teams at this last tournament in San Diego. Somebody was using a PVC pipe. (laughs) What? Like not a a skinny one. Just a thick. A a thick old like fat PVC pipe. Really? Yeah. It was it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen, because <laughs> the, the, the guy couldn't hit. The guy couldn't hit. Damn! But he swung it. <laughs> he really um, did. There's actually there's also a guy out there that makes these these bats called San Diego sticks, and they're made from from pool cue, uh, pool stick like billets. Yeah. So okay. those are, uh, that's that's what I use, and it's very whippy, and a lot of people can't normally hit with it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. especially. Trying to hit a handball like that and getting the whip. Do they? Mm-hmm. The pitchers, they bounce it first. There's no right? pitchers. Pitch to yourself. What? Yeah, you you yeah. You, you drop the ball, don't our, you? Our league changed the like the original way to play is with a is with a pitcher. You bounce it first, and that's that's like the original way to play. But in our league, we changed it to self pitch. You'd be surprised how many people still can't hit. Astros what? would love that. So does it have to bounce, or you throw it up? You can do whatever you want. You can hit it oh, like as bro. you would a fungo in the infield. Bro. Like, but I would smoke that thing. Uh, I don't know you about think? that one. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I want to play. I don't. Even, I, don't I want to play. I want to hop in one of those tournaments. Actually, you know, we have a lot of minor league, old minor league guys that that play. So awesome. I think we're gonna have very to. Competitive. We're gonna have to make a trip. Hey, Columbus Day weekend. I'm trying to get a team. Of all minor league guys and and uh, you know indie ball guys, if we can for that tournament, I'm it's down. a two day tournament. And that's the one you're talking here, about. One percent sponsor, right? If you want to be a part of it, that get a hold of Skyler Mercado, and I'll make the bat. You make all the bats. I'll sponsor, do all the apparel, and then, and then we'll go down there and kick someone's ass. And then if you guys all break all those bats, I'll make you a knife. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, broken blades. Broken blades, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Oh no, absolutely. We have all of our businesses here that interconnect. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Okay. It, it's funny you say that we would go kick somebody's ass, but in reality, we'd probably uh, struggle a little bit. I think it'd be interesting. Defense, I think it'd be fun though. Defense is. As long as we got Sky, as long as we got Skyler's arm in the outfield. So, what is the ball? Like, it's a handball. Handball. It's a handball. That's what he said. It, I had one in my Airbnb. I just was like, I oh, no. I should have brought it. You should have brought it. That would have been funny. It, you man. never know when a game's going to break out Seriously. here. Seriously. There's a there's a tournament April 1st in Miami. All you Florida, got An all-Florida tournament I, if I'm here. Yeah. That would be sick. How many yeah. guys are on a team? Uh, usually, well, this year we changed the rule to 15 guys on a team. 
Any call? We, we, could we, have to get, have, we could probably get 15 guys down here to pitch in. And we have any call-ups or, you know? <laughs> I'm sure you can interchange and stuff like that. 20-man 20, 20 roster, you know? Down. Some tournaments are money tournaments. Some tournaments are just trophy tournaments. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was gonna say this for the end, but I guess we might as well jump on it now. Bring but it last up. year, uh, so I'm in freaking Cincinnati. Well, there at Florence, and me and Larosa go out to Cincinnati one night, right there by the stadium. Which shout out Johnny Larosa just signed with the Brewers today. Yes, sir. And. Um, so we go out and and it's the Rockets versus Jazz playoff game. Has nothing to do with Florence or Cincinnati. But <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were there in the bar and I'm watching the game. Oh, okay. I'm watching right. the game. Yeah. And so you know they have all the five, say, six TVs. Neither of those teams are near that area. They but. have five, five or six teams up on the bar wall or TVs. I mean, not teams. TVs on the bar wall. <laughs> You can just pick your own team off the wall. <laughs> what is it, a shopping center? Anyway. Come on, you can do it. All, the, all, these, all these TVs are on the wall, and I'm watching the Rockets and Jazz. And they go to commercial, and I, like, glance over, and Skyler's on TV. And I'm like, yo, what is this? And then after I watched it, I realized what it was. But you were on Baseball Tonight last year. Mm-hmm. They did a feature on you. <clears throat> Was it a thirty for thirty, or was it just like it was a, a click thing? It was a Sports Center feature. Okay, so yeah. tell tell me about it or us about it, because I kind of know what it was over, but I haven't mm-hmm. gotten the full story. Yeah, so um, the stickball league, you know, it started with my grandfather uh, being one of the founding fathers in nineteen eighty five, um, and then about like I want to say nineteen ninety seven, uh, my dad became the president of the league, um, and his his goal was to take stickball to the Olympics to be a demonstration sport if the Olympics ever came to New York. So that would have been, you know, our demonstration sport. But obviously, you know, the events of 9-11 happened and uh, him passing. So um, I was actually, I got emailed out of the blue. I had no idea by this by this guy who wanted to, with ESPN, who wanted to do the, do the story. I didn't know how much, how far it was going to go. Yeah, um, at first, at first, it was just going to be a Father's Day thing, like a little like five-minute thing right before the Yankees-Mets played, uh, played on Father's Day. And um, I was actually with the Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers in the USPBL when it aired, and I was about to play. So it was, it was pretty sick to watch it in the clubhouse with all the guys. Um, and then I guess uh, the same guy, Michael O'Connor, shout out to him. Thank you for... Uh, that was awesome. Awesome job by him. Um, messaged me again and said that they wanted to make an even longer piece. So they ESPN came out to Stickball Boulevard one weekend. Um, and I think I was with... I was, I was still in Michigan and I had to drive back to New York Gosh. to film uh, the longer piece. And... Um, so this we, was during the season. This was during the season. Oh man! Yeah, and um, we did we did a little a little piece on on the on stickball, and then you know I did I did my own interview. They came out to Michigan and did the interview in uh, Jimmy John Stadium. Uh, did interview my brother, my mom, my uncle, uh, and my dad's best friend from the firehouse. So 
and it all came together and it was it's a nice awesome. little 10 minute piece yeah that's pretty awesome I'm yeah. gonna, I got the YouTube video so I'm gonna <clears> put it in the description box for anybody that wants to watch it but that's pretty sweet yeah. and I bet it's cool for you to be able to live on your family's legacy and like yeah. continue it like for it to continue growing and now you know you're having an influence where you like you said it's in all these other places like yeah. that's I bet that's pretty cool no it, it is for sure and you know meeting guys like you you like you three and you know some of my affiliated teammates using like help like having you guys help promote the game is just going to take it even further so that's, I yeah. definitely want to get involved I mean, uh, yeah absolutely I, mean, I want to play I want to get involved I think that'd be sick yeah. when you get down in Houston just we can use a uh, coastal baseball park. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it is turf, so we'll bounce. Listen, I hear when it's not underwater, it's great place. Oh, anyways, I mean, we kind of went on that stickball tangent there, but real quick, getting into high school, <laughs> getting into high school, uh, did you play multiple sports at all, or did you just straight I did. baseball? I you played. Just uh, studded everything, or what? I played. Uh, I played mostly basketball and baseball. Oh yeah, um, I can see you being really good at basketball. You a Knicks fan? I'm a Derrick Rose fan. Ah, okay. I like yeah. that. I was a big yeah. Derrick Rose fan. I'll root like, for the Knicks if, if I have They just beat the Rockets last night. Did they? Like two nights ago. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that's, that's tough. Like 125 <laughs> to 123. Like, you got to be kidding that's, me. That's tough, especially the year the Knicks are having. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I played basketball and baseball. Um, I actually played football for a year, my sophomore year, and I almost broke my neck. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, so that that ended my football career right there, um, especially with the baseball coach. He was he was pissed, but well, they always are. Do you think they always are? Do you think playing multiple sports stuff really helps you baseball wise? Oh, 100 percent. Like it, developing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it keeps you athletic. Yeah, that's what I always say. Like when I played basketball, like just my footwork from being able to jump mm-hmm. in and constantly cutting and turning, like it was so good. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I always tell kids: like, yo, play as many sports as you can. Like, don't cut yourself short focus on one thing or you're you because you gain so much from all these other sports like you can apply it to everything yeah absolutely like i wish really i would have ran track when i was in, oh I me didn't too i didn't that. i didn't even think about that until just until i got to college so strong mm-hmm. and just proper running form like all those things like mm-hmm. would have been so beneficial like absolutely. especially you know once you get into college and these guys are like you got to have this projectability this projectability this tool this tool it's like man if you just have speed like you're good yeah so um <clears throat> Let me let me get off topic here real, real quick, uh, straight away from baseball. So you played basketball, and you're from the Bronx. How's the uh, the pickup games on the street there? Uh, I've seen some wild stuff. <laughs> uh, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get too in, okay. into a detail, but can't tell on Yeah, not on, not on myself, but, but I've just seen I've seen some because I live across the street from a, a public school, and there's a schoolyard out there, so there's a lot of pickup games that go on out there. Gotcha. I mean, hey. I, I just watch now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to kind of fast forward. What was the recruiting process for you like, like your junior senior year? Were you because I guess you went to USC Aiken, which was four not years where old. I started though. Where did you start? I actually started at the University of Maine. Oh, I bet that was oh. nice. Yeah, it was, I, went, I passed through Maine coming home from Canada, and it was awesome. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, wasn't my first choice, but it was a full offer. Uh, junior and senior recruiting process was kind of wild. Um, I was I was I was pretty highly touted from sophomore year on. I actually got my first college offer in fifth grade. What? Holy cow! Fordham University. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's all that stick ball. <laughs> yeah. So your kids didn't I was, pick up I was, stick ball. I was, a, I was a big kid in fifth grade. I was like 5'9", and then I just like slowed Yeah, you were just a kid that grew for everyone else. Yeah, that, that was me. Was, that was, was me in sixth big. grade. What? Yeah. I had a freaking mustache, dude. I was shaving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was bad. Like, full grown, man. Like, can't, I can't relate. <laughs> Late bloomer. <laughs> I was a nerd till I was like middle aged. So <laughs> but uh, so you went from USC Aiken straight from Maine. Like, what you transfer? No, I went to JUCO. Oh, you did go JUCO. Yeah, Maine. I went to uh, I went to Maine, and then I went to Florence Darlington Tech in Florence, South Carolina. Did you do one nice. or two years? There? One year. Okay. Yeah, I finished out my first year at Maine, and then I went to did my sophomore. You went, you went to school in. Did you go to South Carolina or Buford? I went to Buford. So did y'all know each other? No, we didn't play each other, which his, sucks. His teammate was my teammate. Yeah, but he knows the guy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how I first heard about him because my teammate would tell me, Oh, you're playing you're gonna play with this guy Cortez? So I was like, Okay, I'll, I'll keep my eye out for him. <laughs> it, isn't it crazy cool. though, like <laughs> once you get once you get past college baseball though, and you get in the pro ball, um like how small the world everybody seems. Knows everybody, 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 everybody knows somebody somehow. Whether it's through playing, one way yeah, so. it's it's wild. And like from the outside looking in, you know, people would think it's such a big world because there's so many affiliated teams and so many indie ball teams. Yeah. And it's like, no nah, man, yeah, really <laughs> not. Yeah. we all know yeah. each other. Which is crazy because I really feel like I'm just like sometimes it's like. I don't feel like nobody knows. Nobody knows or remembers who I am. And I go out and it's like, people are like, oh, you, like we yeah. played against each other here, or you yeah. know this person. I'm like, really, you know them? Like, I feel like that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're from where? From Idaho? <laughs> <laughs> You're closer there. Like, how do you know them? <laughs> it blows my mind. Yeah, that's funny though. That's awesome. So, how did you get from junior college to Aiken? Uh, it's literally about two hours away um, from Florence, South Carolina. So. Um, that was that was in itself because I lost I lost about thirty credits going from yeah going from I Maine to yeah going from Maine to JUCO and, and then, then from JUCO to Florence was a technical school oh, so yeah. I lost even more credits yeah so um, I had a I had a Division one offer from Pitt but I couldn't go obviously because the transfer would have been I would have missed an entire year yeah. pretty much yeah. even going to Aiken I had to miss the fall yeah so going into my junior year that was having to deal with that that was that yeah, was pretty tough yeah that sucks um, I guess before we kind of get into your college experience what do you th- what like what kind of recruiting advice would you tell somebody because I mean now I feel like like remember when I was in high school I was like just sending emails like yeah. all day but now it's like with social media and like being able to connect with these coaches on Twitter Instagram you know with YouTube and like mm-hmm. so many ways to mm-hmm. get your ability out there and network yourself mm-hmm. Like, what would be your advice as far as telling guys to... Make connections, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, same thing in pro ball. You know, if you if you play well with somebody and they move on to bigger and better things, they're going to tell somebody else about you. Yeah. And I think it's the same way with the, with the college recruiting process. Get in front of as many people as you can. Get in front of as many scouts and as many coaches as you can because it only takes one at bat, mm-hmm. one play mm-hmm. for, for anything to happen. So... Right. You know, just keep at it. Yeah. What uh? What do you think was your best college memory you have from junior college and Aiken? Um. Well, I think I have two for Ooh. sure. Throw them out there. Uh, when I was at Maine, we opened up against Miami. 
Down here? Yeah. I bet that was sick. And then we had Clemson the next weekend, too, on ESPN. Nice. So. That's sick. Yeah, Miami's going to travel up the main. Those are kidding me. Well, sometimes are... they play in, like, those neutral sites. like. Well, a neutral site. <laughs> like, the Minute Maid Classic. Like, no, well, here we go with the Houston thing. Well, listen, first thing that came <laughs> off the top of my mind. <laughs> Were they banging on trash cans? <laughs> I didn't play it. Typical. <laughs> no, but that, that was uh, that first Friday night game because I started as a freshman at Maine, so... You know, getting to play against some all merit like yeah. some guys who were going to go in the first round yeah, exactly. was the Top wildest guys. experience. Like first, the first baseman who actually was my year, who's a freshman too, was Zach Collins, who was the first oh, rounder. Oh, he was. Actually, that was one of my worst college experiences too, because I dislocated my shoulder diving back to first, oh, and that pretty much ended my career at Maine. That first game, third game. Wow. I dove back to the bag, and he kind of, like, fell on my shoulder. He's a big, he's, he's he, a big boy. Yeah, he was a big boy. <laughs> he's, like, 6'4", 240. Man, Zach Collins, if you're listening. Shout out to you, guy. Yeah, he's, boy he's about to be in the bigs with the with the White Sox. So. Boy could swing it, though. Yes, he can. So what was, what was your second, second my, best? My movie? second would have to be my senior year. We were playing Nova Southeastern. Okay. They came to us, and uh, they were number one. We were number three. So it was the D2... Uh, college matchup of the year. Nice. And I uh, hit a home run off of their Friday night guy to tie it in like the seventh. So That's that sick. was definitely one of my best memories. That's for sick. sure. There you go. Yeah. They're, a, they're a powerhouse in D2, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How far did you guys uh, make it into the uh, postseason then? Uh, so my junior year, we went to the to the regional uh, championship. Okay. And we lost to Lander, who went to the College World Series. I played with a few guys this year that were uh, from Lander. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played with them in Gut Wall. You played with one, and I played with the other, uh, Oshina. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then I played with Oakley, Chris Oakley. Yeah, yeah. I was about, Oakley, I was about, Oakley actually went to my JUCO. He's one of my good friends growing really? up. Yeah. He's one of my good I, friends. I was just about to say Lander sounded really fa- – yeah, like, yeah, I knew where, somebody that went to Lander. Bochino. Bo- 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 Bochino. That's right. And then you, you remember Oakley, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he, that's where he was at, too. That's right. He was like UNC, Tulane, mm-hmm. uh, the junior college in Tulane. Yeah. I got drafted by the Yankees in like the first round or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, like, we uh, we played summer ball together in high school, so. Like yeah. y'all, y'all aren't from the same area though, are you? He's from Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, we played for the South Florida band and stuff, so that's that's funny in itself. That's crazy. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. Going from college to pro ball, so you don't get drafted. No. What was your mindset then after that that last game at Aiken, where you were like trying to figure out the next step? Like, you know, are you waiting for a free agent call, or are you like, I'm trying to get into indie ball, or did it just happen? I was waiting for a free agent call, you know. Um, I didn't think it was going to happen anyway. Uh, I just, I didn't know anything about indie ball. Yeah. At all. Which I feel like none of us do. Yeah, I had no clue. Like, I knew about the Atlantic League, and I knew about the Pecos League. Yeah, I only I knew, knew the Pecos from a friend that played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I honestly only knew about the Atlantic League yeah. with the Long Island Ducks, and actually, actually the Can-Am with the boulders and right by me too. So um, I had no idea until one of my teammates uh, ended up playing in the USPBL for like a week. And that's how I found out about it. And then he got asked to go to the to uh, the California Winter League. Mm-hmm. And he ended up not going. Um, and he was like, you want me to give you this guy's number, Justin Reschke? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll. Yeah. And that's how that. That's so that was your first out. footsteps into getting into pro ball. Yeah, 
Because the USPBO was pretty fresh during that year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that was probably like his like second, second year. Second year. I think it was his second year, 2017. Yeah. So. Oh. Now, did you have did you have any workouts with like affiliate teams, or did you have anybody like come and contact you or anything uh, like that? I mean, we had scouts at every single game. We had an eighth rounder, and we had a 21st rounder, and talking. I was talking to these guys pretty much like every weekend. Right. And we, as we all were, because. We were we were para, so there was there was a lot of guys before me that were deserve, deserving to get drafted before I was yeah. for sure, and that didn't. Right. So actually, being one of the the guys who played in the USPBO, he was ridiculous here. Mm-hmm. Three sixty, fourteen home runs, twenty yeah. doubles, you know, and yeah. seventeen steals, and exactly. doesn't get picked up. So, you know. I wasn't gonna. You know, I wasn't holding out. Yeah. Really, for a free agent contract or anything like that. But, um, yeah, California Winter League. So what? I want to hear your opinion <laughs> on the California Winter League. I'll tell you mine afterwards. <laughs> because the California Winter League is what led me directly to Joe Torre. Now, obviously, I had some stops along the way. Yeah. Few yeah. free agent tryouts. Um, and then you know. Get in contact with Joe. He's like, "Hey, come down here." Yeah. Um, but I want to hear your your opinion on the California Winter League. Um, you know, not having to do anything with pro ball before, like that was obviously my first taste, so I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, I had a feeling that it was going to be being position player when you face pitching. I figured it was going to be you're going to get top and you're going to get bottom of the bottom. Yeah. So, I, I I had that expectation going in. Um, I wasn't. I don't know. I got a good manager in Chris Newell. Yeah. So. And y'all's team was good too. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Because, you know, he, before I even signed with him, um, he would ask me, you know, text me to come out early yeah, work yeah. and <clears throat> if I wanted to hit with him one-on-one and stuff like that. So, I I had a, I had a pretty good experience. Yeah. I had great roommates. Um. It was obviously in a beautiful, most, one of the most beautiful parts of the country I've ever seen. So, um, I didn't mind it at yeah. all. I got signed in the first week, so after that it was just like yeah, I'm just, just out there playing. Yeah. yeah. Which um, you were actually you were on the same team as my roommate uh, Trevor Achenbach. Yeah. I think y'all were playing middle together. Yeah. God, I had so, we had so much fun with him. I well, we had it. We actually guys. had a bet. Um, yes, the home run bet, bro. Can you tell the story, please? <laughs> oh man, so, Dude, I mean, yo, this show, the show, I've changed the rating from clean to explicit. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you can tell the story because I, I think this is what I'm thinking of. I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, me and Trevor had a bet. Um, whoever hit the first home run, the loser has to go into the gay sh- the gay bar. <laughs> because right out, we were staying like in a hotel or like a condo yeah, or something. I don't know where. And the street behind it, like literally, we walk out and go across the street. All gay this, bars. Yeah, just a straight gay bars. And then you go a little bit further down. Same bars. Like there's a bunch. There's multiple. Yes, bars. Yeah, multiple, multiple. 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 And you right. go a little bit more down, and then that's where. Like the restaurants and the no- normal bars. Okay. Okay. Not okay. normal, but you know. spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so literally across the street. <laughs> so the loser had to had to uh, go into one of these bars and take his shirt off <laughs> and dance on one of the tables. <laughs> this is a great bet. <laughs> so I think it was like the next day after I hit a ball into the parking lot on that on that turf field. 
And as I was rounding third, I was just screaming his name <laughs> as he was sitting and standing in the dugout. And I gave him one. I gave him one chance to try and do it, and he couldn't. Right. He couldn't do it. So uh, that night we went to. I think it was called the Chill Bar. There's that one right there on the corner. Yeah, I made him. I walked in there. I even filmed it. <laughs> uh, took off his shirt, got on the bar, started dancing. But there was a guy dancing there, getting tips. It wasn't like a strip club or anything, but he was in a, like a thong. Oh, oh man. man. Getting tips. It kicked him off the stage because he said, you're going to steal my customer. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. Just a disclaimer for everyone listening. This show is not against gay people. No, not at all. Not it was just, the, the story was funny. The, the context of it was funny. And I oh, just, man. I wanted it to be shared. Yeah, that was, that was funny. Uh, but yeah, anyways, you, you, you roomed with one of my roommates. Um, you know, I think for the part of the country it was in, like, yeah, like Palm Springs, California. And like I said, like where we're at having access to so much, like, all the shops and all that stuff. Like, it was nice. You're in yeah. a nice nice condo. Obviously, you're playing in the old Angels, I think it was Angels or Dodgers Spring Training Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice. Um, only thing I didn't like was, like, all the guys that are going to the frontier was almost predetermined they're going to get released. Because yeah. they're only getting selected because they have to. Yeah. Get selected so like once they get there that role that they may, may be taking is pretty much already filled so it's like that was the one thing that kind of bothered me it was like that's kind of shady like you're taking all these guys money and like yeah you know obviously there's you can make the team you yeah. have a chance just yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. likely yeah, yeah. and um, you know because like my team we won the championship mm-hmm. I've told the story like this is the other thing that bothers me it's like we won the championship and we had like one guy we had one guy get signed and then one guy signed after the game. Yeah. And the pitcher, it was a pitcher that signed early. And he got released before like right after the California Winter League ended. Yeah. It's like That's no, what like that's, actually, you know, Newell was the one that kinda like warned me about taking one of those Frontier League yeah. contracts. Because I was talking to Boots about Evansville and another team and he was just like, Listen, like, you know, these guys may may not make the team, so like you're with me, you're gonna you're gonna play, like you're gonna go through spring spring training. I don't care if you hit zero. So that was the deciding factor for me with signing with the USPBL there. So yeah, that was that was the one thing I didn't like. Just I, don't know. I feel like that was kind of shady. And you're kind of yeah, taking yeah, the guys' yeah. money, you know. Yeah. But um, so you go to the USPBL. What was that experience like? Because I've heard great things about the USPBL, but like. We were talking about today, like it's you only get to play like three games. Yeah, a it's, week, it's, so it's, it's it was tough, especially for you know it's definitely a pitcher's league as they say because you know you get you're getting a lot of top end arms like you're pretty much you're pretty much seeing ninety ninety four plus every day mm-hmm. and playing <clears throat> playing three times a week is tough every five days pretty much you're all these guys are going to be rested and, and you're not hard, seeing yeah, the bats hard to get a rhythm and you know. What made it even tougher was we didn't get to practice on the field all the time. We were right. in this place called 2SP with, it was pretty much a hockey rink filled with turf, facing arms with a giant white walls all the way around. <sighs> and, dude, trying to face 95 in there is just like, yeah, good luck. Just, yeah. you're not, if you can see it, awesome. If you hit it, you're a freaking, you're, you're like a god. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> so that was just 
that was that was tough. But the fan experience was awesome. How many fans you get a game is is great. They they love you. They everybody has their team. Like it's not like everybody's cheering for everybody. You yeah. Know? It was it was it was cool. A nice nice dugouts. Nice field. What what was your? Yeah, because you were in the US. I was. So um, y'all can talk about the US. So what was your favorite promotional night that they had? Fireworks. Night. Fireworks night. Actually, yeah. and uh, we had July Fourth jerseys. So I got oh, the key. I got to keep my uh, American flag Beavers jersey. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Did you get a frame? I did. That's, that's yeah, badass. I'm waiting to put it up though because yeah. it's not completely. Busy. It's cool that you mentioned Chris though because when I when I first got up there, he was like one of the first guys that I met, yeah. and he like knew that I was one of Coppy's guys and just like welcomed me to the league with open yeah. arms. He's actually like, with the Mets now. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say I saw that he got promoted, which is awesome for him. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I remember when I got called up. And the, I think the first day I got there, the first jersey that was in the locker was the uh, orange and blue mm. uh, Flintstone jersey. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, this is different. Like, yeah, but yeah, I do, I guess. But <laughs> The team's uniforms were awesome, dude. But, awesome. But, yeah, no, like you said, the fan experience there, that's that, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, they don't sell every night, but those stands are pretty packed. Yeah. You know, so. yeah. And then the fireworks, yeah, those, that was a good night. I remember, uh, I think it was like the first fireworks night that we had a game with, and obviously I had no idea what was going on during the national anthem. I'm jumping because next thing you know, the <laughs> fireworks are shooting off in the, out in the outfield, and I completely forgot it was fireworks night. So Thursday Thursdays are fun too. So I bet it's wild. Yeah, that's, that's how Quebec was, man. We played, we were playing Quebec on a Friday night. And in left field, they had this, like, beer garden. Mm. It's probably about 30 yards. Oh, yeah, I played in like, Quebec uh, on the tour last year. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We played there on a Friday night, and we're warming up, and it's shoulder to shoulder in there, and they're yelling at us. They're, oh, yeah. they're all yelling in French, so you can't understand them, but... Quad? <laughs> yeah, you usually know some good French, but huh? I don't, though. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? I'm wrong. It's wrong. What's that when you were saying yesterday? Uh... I don't oh, know. I don't know. What if that drum too? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I speak I'm English. Like Come on. Throw it out there. Let's let's see. Mon français. Mon français. C'est pas très bon. My French is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty impressive. But I think it is if it's right. <laughs> don't they set you guys up with like a pretty nice like indoor like weight room and stuff like that though? Yeah. That's in, what into I've his heard. P, there's the weight room. Oh, it's all it's, one, one place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's it's pretty sick because yes. then they have cages inside too upstairs. Yeah, I was just about to say because it, it it used to be like you said it was a hockey like yeah. a tra- like a hockey facility. <clears throat> right. So they had the rink downstairs and then upstairs they actually had like um, it wasn't ice but they had some kind of artificial thing up there to where you could pretend like you were on ice mm-hmm. and still like work on slap shots and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it was like the. Uh, oh, yeah, rink was on one corner, side, in yeah, up in yeah. the top corner. Yeah. But it was like the rink was on one side, and then uh, as soon as you walk in through the doors to the right was the weight room, and it was it was a decent sized weight room. I mean, mm-hmm. you had all the Olympic stuff in there, and then upstairs you had I want to say there was four. like four tunnels, something four, like yeah, that. Yeah, there's four cages, and then had the two mounds behind that. Yep. Yep. That was a pretty big place. Yeah, it, it was had, pretty big. And then they had like three half cages on the other side. Yeah. And and then they had a jump house downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like it was like an arcade and then a jump house 
all built into this place this too. This place sounds incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Uh, Can we go there now? <laughs> got a few hours. Yeah. Did you play with uh, the Dobinet guy from the Twins? Was he there with you, or is that the year before? Randy. Yeah. Oh, Dobnak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually uh, I played summer ball with him in college. Oh, you didn't play with him in the USP Bill? No, no. He was uh, he was with the Unicorns, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I played in the Coastal Plains League with him in college. Oh, dude, I, wanted so nice. that, I wanted to get yeah. in that league so bad when I was in college. Edenton Steamers, baby. How, how was it? It was the best experience I've ever yeah. had playing summer baseball. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got to play in the TCL. Uh, I was coming off of knee injury and I was rehabbing so I played for like a month mm. and I mean, it was nice it's all Texas it's Louisiana that's like the the Brazos Valley Bombers so yeah. like the number one collegiate team it's like it was sick being able to do that but like the years before the coastal plain was that I was trying to get mm-hmm. in I could never get into it TCL was pretty well known though wasn't it oh yeah like TCL, they had a... TCL was a big league but I played on the, the Woodlands team okay which in the past they had not been very good in my year sure. like we weren't very good either was, but... was there a uh, was there a team in Grand Prairie no no there okay. was, uh, I'm thinking of something else though there's one in uh Marshall no McKinney McKinney Marshall that's, that's what it is because I had a I had a, a college teammate from Texas, and he was actually he went to McKinley or McKinney High School, so that's yeah, what I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's right there in the uh, same place. Um, I guess the nice thing about the USPBL though is you don't have to worry about traveling or any bus trips or yeah. any of that. Like, cause I know you just, you were in the Empire this mm-hmm. past year. What was the travel like in the Empire compared to uh, USPBL? Because I mean, like for us, we've all done the Paco season. Yeah. I know there ain't no travel like the Pecos. Uh, yeah, no, the Empire, the Empire wasn't that bad on travel, honestly. Um, unless you went to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to pay your way to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um, they, they hook you up with housing there, but you have to pay for your flight and everything to Puerto Rico. Um, you travel seven hours. From where I played in, in Saranac Lake, New York, uh, it was like seven hours to New Hampshire. An hour to Plattsburgh, and that was really the furthest travel. Yeah, so, right? so, but we played at these places. We played like seven game series against these teams. Yes, yeah, so, there so for we a were there time. for a week. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it wasn't like we were driving one day and then having to go back like yeah. the next. But I think the toughest part, the toughest part of the season was when we formed that Can Am team, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we had to drive. We played a game, then had to drive to Jersey for the next day to play a doubleheader against against uh, Sussex and then drive back up that night to play the next day. Jeez. That was that, that was that was the toughest one, yeah. And that was recently like new, like that was new this past year, right? Yeah, they, yeah. when they formed that. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I remember hearing about it and people were just kind of like that. It was cool though, See, I thought right? you were doing what the Pecos did and you were doing a whole series against everybody. <clears throat> that would have been cool. I would yeah, love I that. I didn't realize it was just Sussex. Yeah, it was just Sussex. I think they were supposed to get games against other people, but um, I don't exactly. think anybody... When we, when we went up there, we did all the Canada teams, <clears throat> and then they were... Because the Cuba team was there, too. Yeah. So then they were going to flip. Cuba was going to go to Canada, and we were going to play the American teams. And then Cuba bailed, and they sent two Pecos teams up there. It's like he was oh, there yeah, for that's right, 18 it, days. Yeah. The line yeah. on uh, yeah, the Hollywood stars. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, how how far away uh, was where you played from, where you where you are in the Bronx, or from your hometown? It's about seven hours. Seven hours. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Um, but you know, 
It wasn't wasn't bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a straight drive. Saranac Lake is like upstate New York is gorgeous. Yeah, I was just about to say I've Mount, heard the Adirondack Mountains That's the team out there. that used to be the old Orchard team, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say I've heard nothing but good things about That's, upstate New York. Yeah, Saranac Lake is literally right next to Lake Placid, so they have all the old uh, Olympic Olympic ski jumps and all that stuff, That's the Olympic sick. centers and stuff like that. So it's very touristy in the summertime. So you get, I think we have like. 500 fans at our first game. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, they put a they put another team in the neighboring town. Um, now they added the team in Georgia. Took a, yeah, the Georgia Rhinos. Yeah, I guess they're adding them this year. They took a they took they had two Puerto Rico teams. They took one away. Um, and then they took away a New York Bucks and then they added another New York team right next to Saranac Lake and then they added the Georgia Rhinos. Starting to build up on the uh, East Coast here, huh? Actually, Tim Raines Jr. is the head coach. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how 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 short is the season though? Because very, I, I very short. Very. Yeah, because I was I was about to say because <laughs> like because in the Seriously. Pecos like you know we start a month later than everybody else and but we play every day for yeah we play days. yeah we play every day including double headers well, you know the try the only way to get into the empire really is you have to go to the tryout yeah and it's a week it's like i think a week don't they count that as like their spring trainings or yeah pretty much yeah yeah and you do that for a week in delaware at sports at this place called sports at the beach and then um, it's from june to august and that's it but the the graded the, the best thing about Playing in that, and the reason why I want I wanted to play in that is that they get their guys signed to all those local. Yeah, I was just about to say. Can Am, yeah, uh, Atlantic League teams. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say. I remember <coughs> seeing a lot of transactions last mm-hmm. year from people from the Empire, like this guy signed in the Atlantic, and it's like yeah, because exactly, they're right there. They don't want they don't want they don't those teams. That, yeah, they don't have to worry about guys traveling eight hours instead of be. That was, that was the biggest thing last year when I got released from Florence. It was go to Garden where you're already halfway to, yeah. Uh, you know, all the frontier teams versus being in California in the Pacific where you're now you got to get a flight. Like, yeah. Whereas if I'm in, in Garden, like I can make it somewhere in a day or two days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so now you've been with Joe now these last two years, right? Two years. Just or? one. Just one. You were down here last year, though. That's that was the start. Oh really? Yeah. Cause I in the, <laughs> so I met Joe in the California. Yeah, Liberty. he was there. He was there. Cause well, he was on Pelps' team. I but that. cause I because I signed, I wasn't trying to hear him. He was very loud. Yeah, Joe Torre. Obnoxious. Joe Torre. So I was just like, who is this asshole? You know? And I tell him I tell him this all the time. I was like, I really had no intention of ever seeing you again after the <laughs> California <laughs> League. And then I got released, and then. You know, I just saw the commitment. I actually saw like what, what he what he was putting forth, like coming to fruition for a lot of guys, mm-hmm. yep. and the philosophy. I know his philosophy isn't what a lot of people like, but it's real. Yeah, yeah. It's not bullshit. It's yeah. not that nobody's nobody's cookie cutting anything. Nobody is feeding you shit. They're they're actually like he's. He's doing what he can mm-hmm. with what he's got. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I Which think... Which is most of the time not a lot. Yeah. So. And that's and that's literally the podcast that we recorded before this one. That's what we were talking about. Because I was explaining what we're down here doing. And yeah. Joe, I was like, I said the same thing. From all the people I've met, 
through tryouts in California Winter League, mm-hmm. Joe's been the only one that's been a straight shooter. Yeah. He's going to tell you how it is. He's going to tell you what your options are. Yeah. And he's going to do his best to vouch for you and get you there. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has the connections to be able to do that. And like, yep. like you said, he has the track record to to uh, help you uh, to prove that he's he can move up to yep. the board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's 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 the reason I decided to you know get with him last year and came back this year is because it was like you know, like same way I see the proof in the pudding. Yeah. And I was tired of being told, you know, like yeah we like you just you know, do this and that and we'll sign you. It's like no you're not. Yeah. You're right. telling that to thirty other dudes. Like <laughs> I'm not the only one you're saying that yeah, to. Yeah, so. not stupid, you know. But yeah, I like Joe. Um, if you're not real with yourself, he'll be real for you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like you got to be able to look in the mirror and yeah. have a true evaluation yeah. of who you are. If you can't be real with yourself, are. he will let you know who you are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I mean, you've had, you've loved your experience with Joe. I know you Absolutely. You did the Road Warrior Tour last year. How was that? That was awesome because um, I know I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really play much. Yeah. But he asked me to go to the Atlantic League games and those Can-Am games just to see what it was like and see, see if that's, if that's, if that's something I really wanted to do or if I would just want it to be like, you know, playing in the Pecos and the Empire League or just, you know, see what these arms are about and everything. And I got I got one at bat in Southern Maryland against Matt Latos. <sighs> I got one at bat against that closer from Lancaster. I can't Which remember. I think it's lefty, Matt Marsbury. The lap, yeah. Like we're we're friends on Instagram, so I try. I want to get him on the show. Disgusting. Yeah. Walked me, but it's still gross. <laughs> um, and I got to play a full game against Quebec. Yeah, Quebec's, and Quebec. And actually, I got to play against uh, what's the other team from? That got folded from the cannon. Oh yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa. Ottawa I gotta yeah. play. Against I didn't even know y'all played that. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, their stadium that was, was awesome. the old AAA stadium for the mm-hmm. Expos. Yeah, it's, it's freaking yeah, nice. Yeah, it was cool. How was, was the face in Matt, uh, Latos though? That you know, the last time I saw Matt Latos before that, I went to I was playing summer ball down here. I think it was like my my sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. and um, he was like eighty five. Yeah, so he was with the Marlins, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I was, so when I went, I got up against him. I was like, okay, <laughs> eighty-five, right? eighty-five, eighty-seven tops, okay, maybe, okay. maybe an eighty-nine, ninety. Yeah, it's like I could, I could deal with that. First pitch was ninety-four. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, Fouled man. on off and got worked it to full count. I give myself credit for that, and then he struck me out on a slider. I was like, come on, man, you throw ninety-four. Freaking. Thanks for the just, bat here. Just throw me a fastball. Yeah, here, man. Give, me a chance, just, dude. give me something. Give me a chance. Um, so what? Now that you've gone through, you know, college and two years of pro ball, including winter ball, what are some of the adversities you've gone through that you've had to learn to make yourself a better baseball player? Um, I've always been somebody who like overworked. You, like put mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. yeah. So yep. you know, my body took a toll, uh, especially last year, man. When I came here last year, I did not play well. I was out of shape. Which when I thought I was in shape, I tried to put on weight and try to put on a lot of muscle. I put on too much. Yeah. And Some it, legs. it definitely took it. <laughs> I still, you know, what's Lord. funny. I still ran well, but 
I just couldn't sustain it. I was huffing and puffing, but I was still I was still run fast. So like, yeah. it was okay for the Empire because like, we didn't play much. We didn't play long, but you know, just taking care of my body. Yeah, I was about to say That's when I when thing. I saw you the first day, I was like, "Good lord, Skylar got a new set of legs on him." He's always had them legs. Yeah, oh the legs last God, year. They just they just keep getting bigger. Yeah, now I just have to get new pants. Stomach. I just don't have the stomach to match, so it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it, it looks bigger now. So me and you, t- me and you both, brother. So so in saying that, what do you think has been some of the keys to being able to stay healthy during the season for you, or to get in better shape? What what have you done? Stretching. Really? really, stretching. Yoga or just like just just, just stretching. Just I static. get I get one of those uh, purple. I have a purple band. Yeah. I'll do my hamstrings. I'll, the biggest thing for me that I do every single day, even when I'm not playing, it doesn't matter. I take a shower in the morning, a hot shower, and I stretch in the shower. Because when you have that hot water yeah. running down your legs, it okay, helps everything less, stretch. Less, yes. That was the that that was the, one of the biggest changes for me. I'm beating you tomorrow morning, seriously, man. You'll, it'll, it'll change your life, especially when that water's running down your hamstrings. You'll feel like brand new. feel like you're running six two. Now, do you wash or you just get in the shower? <laughs> I just get in the shower. <laughs> just a little, just a little body shower. Nothing, nothing too extra. <laughs> no, I've heard, I've heard. I've heard of people doing this one though. So they'll uh, they'll get in the shower, they'll throw it on as hot as they can, and then they'll throw it on as cold as they can. See, I've only heard cold See, showers. Yeah, cold showers work. I, I've done. I go cold, like really cold to start. Yeah. Just to wake myself up, oh. and then I'll I'll go hot and do my stretch. Did and you ever get into any like launch angle stuff, or did you always? Kind I of did. Stay true to yourself. And what? Tell me what you learned from the whole launch angle stuff and what your results from it were. It was it was so bad. Yeah? It was terrible. When did you start doing it? Last year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it in the in the in the California Winter League and I hit well. I just And you hit like four thirty. I, I just did what I just did what I did. Um and then last year I tried to I just tried to hit home runs. I tried to be somebody that I wasn't. Because I was a little bigger. I put on some weight. Yeah, so you're I was like, okay, the ball's coming off harder. So let me try to get this ball in the air more. Um, when I came here, I was like 2 for 11 with <laughs> with 7 Ks. So, wow. like, and then I went to the Empire League season. I couldn't even hit that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hit well the first weekend. And I walked a lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, you know, I just I was just missing my pitches because I was trying to get too steep. Too, yep. So I hit. I ended up hitting like 190 with 38 walks. <laughs> I like I had like a five something Jeez. on base percentage. That's like. So wow. it wasn't all bad. So I was still seeing yeah, pitches, but the pitches base. that I was getting to hit, I you're was missing. not hitting. Yeah. I was when just getting under them. You getting them cookies, seeing yes. fat pitches, and you're just like, oh, here we go, and yes. then <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's. I mean, I agree. I think the whole launching and stuff is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is the way that they're measuring the analytics. Like, if you measure guys from 20, 30 years ago, they had the same numbers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would put my whole life on it. Yeah. The only difference is now they're measuring it and putting it out to the public. And all these people hear this launch angle mm-hmm. and, and exit velocity and all this stuff. And, you know, 
my problem is they don't explain how they're getting these yeah. results. Yeah. They just show you those numbers, and you have these youth coaches that are like, little Johnny, you weigh 95 pounds, dip your back shoulder and swing up. They it's make like, everybody yep. think that they yep. can hit home runs. Yes, and it's like, no. Like, and I fell into that myself. I'm not, yeah, I'm like, I can't lie about that. You can, like, try to develop more power. Don't try to become a 30 home run, 15 yeah. home run here. That's, that's, not, that, that's right. not us. Exactly. That goes along with being honest with yourself yeah, and who here. you are as a ball player. If little Johnny's hit 30 home runs, he's going to be something big well, later in life. <laughs> he's going to be big Johnny. Little <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, my point, my point though, is but no, that, I, that kid is not a home run hitter. Yeah, now, if you no. have that kid that's bigger than everyone else yeah. and they're younger, then, yeah, you can try to teach him how to lift the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's not dip your back shoulder and swing it up. Yeah. No. Which is like, yeah. like, no, I agree. There's I a agree. path to it. And yeah. yeah. That's what I hate. I, yeah. That, like, drives me nuts and then... Like, there's a lot of credible people on social media, but you also have some guys that just go on there and try to make a name for themselves yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they're doing, like, just these wildest drills. And it's like, yo, like, keep it... All you gotta do is keep it simple. Like, yeah. you start overthinking things, that's why these kids can't develop. Because then they get in the box and they're like, my wrist has to go this way, yeah. I gotta swing at this angle, and dude, like, it's like, no, man, just get in there, compete. And then, but then you're not worrying about the pitch. Like, yeah, everybody's exactly. concerned about the swing, but you still gotta hit yeah. the ball. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, nobody cares about what happens anymore. It's it's all about well, how is my launch angle? How is it? It's like, like you said, get in there, compete. Just put yeah. a barrel on the ball. Because yeah. at the end of the day, once you know, once you get the bat to the ball and the ball leaves the bat, it's out of your hands. Yeah, yeah you, know you, I mean? you got to control. You can control. Mm-hmm. You're, you control putting the best swing on the ball, the most efficient swing on the ball. Yeah. And then from there, like, you may hit 500 feet. You may hit a driller to the pitcher. Like. You, you can't determine that. Yeah. All you can determine is putting on your best swing on the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to say the biggest things from that I've done, though, this year, I would say is I've really tried to keep my swing tighter. Yeah. Yep. Because I, I have a tendency of getting long. I have a tendency that of getting That ball you popped up to right today, under. I can see it from first base. You, yeah. you did a lot, but I do. You go straight mm-hmm. out. Yeah. You, went, you went straight out, yeah. and you kind of like... Yeah. Yep. Just, yeah, it. missed it. And then approach. Like we were talking about the other day with not swinging at any off speeds until I get me like me hitting at the top at the top of the lineup, you know, not swinging at any off speeds yeah. until I get to two strikes. Yeah. And that, hit that fat pitch where you can. Yeah. And that's the other thing is like pitchers being able to know you because you're, I mean, top of the lineup, you're going to be fed fastballs more yeah, than anything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to get ahead and mm-hmm. get that, start off the game with that out, which is what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's so crucial too for guys listening. Like, don't just go in the dugout and just BS about random stuff. Like, talk baseball. Yeah. Pick other guys' brains and learn from them and what they're doing. Like, just the other day, you sent me this video of infield drills. Yeah. And I told you, like, yo, like, I need that so yeah. much. It's like, yo, let's do them tomorrow. So, it's like, guys, like, talk to your teammates as much as you can and, and pick their brains and see what they're, they're thinking. Um, which, I like that you said that because I was going to ask you what your biggest development as a hitter has been. So, you kind of... Yeah. You kind of touched on that for me. <laughs> so, uh, I know you were talking about stretching to be to be more limber because you put on weight last year. Do you is there a difference between your off season pro, like lifting program and your in season lifting program, or what's what does that look like for you as far as your strength chain training? Um, well, I mean, you know, in the off season, obviously, you're not we're not getting outdoors much. Um, yeah. So I do have a personal trainer, and he's he's tailored to. You know, making specific workouts for what everybody wants to do. He's pretty much the trainer for all the affiliated guys from New York City. Yeah. So you know, I get to I get to train with 
some high-level athletes every single day. So that's, and those are guys that are going to push you because they're already there. Exactly. And they're steps away it's from It's funny because they're all younger than me too, so. Yeah. Um, that really puts things <laughs> in perspective. 100%, yeah. Because these guys are like my brother's age, and they're like my brother. Like, so, and they played against my brother and stuff like that. So it's 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 cool to see because they still – it's funny. They're, they're an affiliated ball, but they still – they would still ask me about stuff pertaining to baseball. Like trying to learn yeah. from you, mm-hmm. yeah. which I mean, which I do the same. Yeah, them it's understandable because it's two different grinds. Yeah, and you're. I don't want to say you're playing two different caliber of players, but you're playing two different types of players. Yeah, because you have the guys that this is not a knock on affiliated guys, but you kind of have the guys that are they're there, so it's just yeah. like I'm here kind yeah. of mentality. Whereas like with us, it's like our contract second to second. Like we're yeah. all hungry. We're mm-hmm. all trying to take exactly. everyone else's job. So it's like, there's almost like a different approach and mindset to it. It's and actually, it's funny because like when we train together, they are, we have a hitting coach that comes in because one of the guys we train with, uh, Josh Palacios, he's going to be, he's probably going to be in the bigs with the, with the blue Jays this year as an outfielder. He's in, he's been in spring training, uh, big league camp with them this whole time. His brother trains and they have, Blue Jays hitting coordinator come in and we hit we all hit with him me I think I follow that guy on Instagram yeah I think he's do big, damage hitting yeah yeah I follow yeah. him on Instagram yeah. Hunter Hunter man shout out to him he's awesome and uh, they're all they all wonder why like uh, you know it feels it feels good for me to, for them to wonder why I'm yeah. not an affiliated ball because that yeah. means I'm, I'm doing something yeah, right. I just need to on put the right it, path I just need to put it together and that's games. and that's we were talking about that today too. It's all about being the right place at the right time, yeah. in front of the right person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's literally the difference in yeah. in your career. But you another know? guy we have that trains with us, Quentin Holmes, second rounder to the to the name. Indians. Mm-hmm. I was about to say ran that name. A, yeah. Ran a six one sixty at, at, at a perfect game showcase. That's insane. And he is one of the most humble guys I've ever met. Most one of the most humble guys I've ever met, and he's the same age as my brother, and they played in an all star game in Yankee Stadium the day of the draft he had a ground ball to second base and beat it out straight up busted it down the line he didn't beat it out but he was he ran like a a 3-8 down the line 3-7, 3-8 down the line he was moving the day he was gonna he knew he was gonna go in the top two rounds and he still he still busted and to train with guys like that is is awesome because they are not they're not they're not slacking just because they're there just because he was a second rounder He's still gonna work his ass yeah. off because he's he's not he knows he's not there yet. Yeah. And, they're, and they're setting the example exactly, and they're they're setting the tone of the workout too. Exactly, where they're not gonna let you slack. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're like I said, you're, they're, you're all gonna push each other. Yeah. So, the, how different is your in season stuff from out of season? Do you does your personal trainer? Do you still stay in touch with him and like get programs, or is it just all on your own? Um, I mean, I'm very close with my personal trainer, CJ. Um, he, uh, if you ask for him, if you ask for something, he'll he'll yeah, send it to you. you um, I mean, but at this point, at this age, I know you what I need to do at this point. Start yeah, learning your body. Yeah, like I don't, I'm I'm not one to be in the gym every single day, because then that'll take a that'll take an intense toll on my body. Yeah, from playing every day and running every day and all that stuff. So I just try to keep it as light as possible. And that's where the stretching comes in. Mm-hmm. It's help you recover. Exactly. Um, before we go. It's these quick fire questions. We will get a little bit of uh, Astros talk in. Hmm. Here we go. <laughs> so from the Yankee fan, from the Bronx, let's hear it. 
Judge is the MVP. Rip, rip, rip him. Judge is the MVP. 27 rings. 20, oh, 27 <laughs> rings. It should have been 28, probably 28, 29, and 30. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. No, because y'all couldn't get past Boston. Mm. Y'all couldn't get past Boston. Oh, they were cheating too. So it's I mean, already come not out. Not about to get into that. It's already come out that they were not using trash cans. Mm-hmm. They're cheating. They were using the video room. Just wait till the report the comes The Apple out. Watches. I don't that, know. That's why the Red Sox are still, the MLB still digging on the Red Sox. Exactly. Yeah, the Apple Watch, the Yankees were doing it too. Not proven. And Beltron was with the Yankees before he went to the Astros. No, you know what? I'm Puerto Rican, and Puerto Ricans have really taken it hard this, <laughs> this offseason. So, you know, I kind of, I'm getting both ends of the spectrum here, you know. Like, it's satisfying to see these guys not get what they deserve because obviously they haven't gotten what they deserve. But guys get in trouble, and then, you know, Puerto Ricans get in trouble. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> giving us a bad name here. <laughs> bring it, bring it culture into this podcast. <laughs> Two hits in one year, it's tough. But, I mean, for real though, it has already been said that, that the Red Sox cheated. They did cheat, but it was in a different way. It was basically yeah. the same way everyone else has cheated. They yeah. went in the video room and were decoding signs. Yeah. Now, they didn't get caught for the Apple Watch thing. Uh, but, like, the MLB still digging because they have nothing on the Red Sox. Yeah. And my, I actually heard this on starting nine. I thought it was a great point. You don't hear players saying, give me back the Red Sox rings. They're saying, give me back the Astros ring. Yeah. And I think or what their theory was is that these players know that they're cheating in the same way. So if they start calling out the Red Sox, then it's like, well, you're, we can dig on Ratting on ourselves. Yeah, you were uh, ratting on ourselves. Um, yeah, so back each other. Well, it's like with PJ. Because you were there when PJ was talking about yep. about the the cheating today, right? Yeah. And so he it was, was saying like it's, co- it's worse than steroids. Yeah. Because really you is. know what's coming. Like you can be you can be on steroids and if you don't know what's coming, you still got to figure out what's coming and what's. Like Barry Bonds was was not great because of steroids. He was great because he was great before steroids. He was great because he was Barry Bonds. I was just about to use Barry Bonds. Three MVPs before he even took steroids, and he only took steroids to get on the same level as his competition, Shakira contract. Yeah. Because McGuire and Sosa were juiced up. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, he still got to be able to put barrel on ball. Exactly. It's all hand-eye coordination. If you know what's coming. Who, uh... There Especially was, at that level uh, where, with that stuff. There, there was with a... that team. Yeah. With the guys that you have in your lineup to begin with. Mm-hmm. That don't need That don't need to know what's coming. Bregman, Altuve, even Correa. I know he's been struggling, but... That's not someone you have to slack on, you know what I mean? It's not someone you slack on, regardless of what he's hitting. Yeah, who was it that said, uh, I think it was Alex Wood. It was somebody from the Dodgers. They were like, I would much rather face somebody on steroids than face somebody that knew what pitch I think was, it was coming. I think it was Alex Wood. See, like we were talking last night. I personally, like, I don't like knowing what's pitch coming. No. Pitch is coming. Dude. Like, I'd rather either guess, like, off tendencies or... or get too jumpy. Yeah. It was, and that's the thing that, like, PJ was saying is, like, you know, you can have a heyday knowing what's coming, but at the same time... Okay, you don't know exactly where it's going to be at yeah, the same yeah. time. Like you, you know what's know, coming, you, you can get that foot right. And, but that's the thing. But for them, you know, they knew what was coming. Yeah. They because they were able to depict what the signs. Did were you hear everything. about the Excel sheet um, where they were keeping tabs on all the sequences? And you didn't hear about that. I didn't hear anything. Oh, you gotta go read. I don't. I'm not gonna comment on it. Cause I don't know the whole details. But I know it was something about. <laughs> 
you know, someone close to Luno, the general manager, mm-hmm. was keeping tabs through a Excel sheet, and it was called Code Breakers. Oh, they, I did, I did hear yeah, about that. They were that. documenting yeah, yeah, yeah. everything, you know, to to that's, check out the sequences wild. and pitches. Like that, like when you have an operation like that, that's yeah. cheating. Like yeah. that's just yeah. you're knowingly breaking the rules to try and get in the bank. Yeah, hundred percent. I just want to know when the sequel to Astro Ball is coming out. <laughs> What's that? The book that they came out with. Oh, is that the world? The about how they, yeah, how they, the how they series? won the World Series. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Astro Ball too. <laughs> the I camera. Saw, I saw someone today at the Cardinals Astros spring training. Yeah, I saw that wearing video the too. Asterix jersey. You put a uh, risk over the end of Astros. I thought it was funny that. <laughs> when uh, people were bringing signs to the games yeah. and they were getting taken away and yeah. the people, people were commenting <laughs> saying that they haven't learned their lesson of stealing signs yeah. and stuff like that there was, there was some minor leaguer they said god now they're stealing fan signs <laughs> so do you think do you think the, fun, the punishment fits the crime what Not at all. what do you think should happen this player should get suspended. I said the exact same mm-hmm. thing. A- A-Rod, A-Rod commented on it I saw he said something like he served the longest suspension in MLB history, in MLB history. and he season. and he said he deserved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. own up to what you did. Take your suspension, move on, and, and then what, play. That's what play. we talked about last yeah. night. That AJ Hinch interview that came out where he beat around the bush on every question yeah. he was asked. And, and I think that's the most frustrating about this whole thing is no one is straight to the point. Like no, no one's owning we, up. To yeah, it. nobody's owning up to it. But we haven't gotten a straight answer. Like even the national GM, he said if they would come out and say we cheated, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I would believe yeah. that or accept that. Yeah, Absolutely. No, but like the whole Carlos Correa uh, interviews that he's been having, um, how it's like, oh, we had a new tattoo. Puerto Rican dude. <laughs> just, but, just, killing, just killing my vibe, man. Now I have to save I it. Know. Now we have to save it with Javi Baez and Lindor. <laughs> As long as they stay okay, I'll be I'm okay. sorry, but no, I mean that's the thing is like no one's straight to the point. Like the interview with Carlos Correa, he's saying, "Oh well, Altuve had a new tattoo." Come on, and then and then it was something else after that, like adding on to it. It's just like, quit. I do have to comment on that though. I, think, I heard he did have a tattoo. No, he does have a tattoo, yeah. but if you watch the video as well, he doesn't go straight to the dugout. He actually stands around the field and celebrates like. Yeah. Hugs somebody and then he goes in the dugout and puts changes his shirt. Yeah. People were reaching at that. Yeah, they were, like, they, they were they were reaching. Really which, trying to really trying to I, throw I, them under the bus. I have no bias in this being from Houston because I'm a Red Sox fan and yeah. I try to be as middle ground as I can. But I mean, I, they cheated 100. percent mm. And I, but I do think like that video, they, like you said, there was a stretch mm. on that. Yeah, whether he had a wire or not, it's just like. That just goes with the whole point. Like no one's being straight to the point. Yeah. Just, just, just come out with it. Just say it. That's you all. Know? That's all we need. That's all we want. How, how, you know, who came up with it? Um, just yeah, the yeah. whole process. Yeah. Just come out with it. Say, hey, this is what we did. We're sorry. Cool, Manfred, yeah. your turn. And was Correa saying? With Correa saying like defending Altuve, and Altuve pretty much saying like, oh, I didn't use it. You know, I, he deserved the MVP. Not. Not really, because the way guys pitch to you is different for how is the same way that mm-hmm. it, like it, the pitch to pitch to the guys before him. If you got yep. guys on base who know what's coming, who knew what yep. were coming, and they're on base because of it, your everything's gonna be boosted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you used it or not. Exactly, and that's like, why of course you still hit. You still got a hit. You yeah. hit great, but. 
those guys aren't on, it's going to be a whole different story. Right. And I think Judge gets the MVP at the game. But, and I think we talked about it last night. I know we talked about it with PJ today. It was uh, the video Tim Verducci came out with. But it, it was back to whatever game that Clayton Kershaw pitched uh, against the Astros. Right. There was 50-some breaking balls that he threw, and not one of them was a swing and miss. Now, during the regular season against any other team, how many times did he throw a breaking ball that, you know, he's got the nastiest curveball in the game? He's swinging and missing right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was about to say. Dude, that visualization. Yeah, I'm going up there, and I'm pro- I am see one curveball. I'm probably just saying, thanks for the opportunity and walking back to the dugout. You know what I mean? There ain't no way I'm touching that thing. But to have that many pitches that they took without swinging at it, knowing right. that it's coming, like, come on now. Like, come on now. You, that, there's just no way. I'm just I'm just interested to see how the season plays out. And, yeah, I'm uh, excited for it. Just all the retaliation that's yeah. going to come. They're right. saying that when they go to Yankee Stadium, they're going to need a riot squad. Oh, 100%. Be so bad. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited to Are go to the game. Are you going to go to the game? I'm going go to go to the game. It's in September. I, I'm, so. I'm going to – I'll be there. Do you guys – I forget. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a Yankees uh, – Minor league team. They have a trash can night. Trash can night. They're no, giving they away play, like little uh, tiny trash they play cans. The Astros uh, affiliate uh, minor league talk. Team. It's probably it's probably a New York Penn League, honestly. Yeah, I think it is. I think so. I think they're it's, uh, Staten Island Yankees. Yeah, yep, I think that's, that's exactly. exactly it is. It is. Yeah, that's like to be interesting. Uh, that's gonna be wild. I'm, I'm excited just to see how it all plays out. The sad thing is, is without signs like sign stealing. Like, even this year, everyone's saying they're going to regress because of all this. Like, they still have the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Like, they're loaded. Yeah, but I think all the outside noise is going to play into oh, how they play on the field, 100%. and it's going to suck. 100%. I loved uh, seeing uh, Trevor Bauer yeah, showing, showing his pitches, pitches today yeah, or dude, yesterday in spring training. He's making baseball. I'm so glad he's a red. My um, goodness. What else? Uh, and when they were playing the Mets the other day, the Astros, when somebody somebody yelled out curveball, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did that today. And threw a fastball to Springer, and he like took it for strike. What'd you see? Uh, I think it was. It, I think it was a Mets. I think it was. Uh, no, it was at the uh, Cardinals spring training game that they played. Somebody was screaming to Altuve to, if he was going to give the MVP to Judge <laughs> and all that. And, and like, did he respond to it? Yeah, he did. I it, it was hard to hear what he said, obviously, but. I mean, the guy was able to get a response out of him. It's just like, my gosh. Sensitive. They're going to be real sensitive this year, especially yeah. Brickman, I feel like. <sighs> I just, I'm just waiting for the first brawl. Because like, it, it, the thing is, it's like how long can they keep it in and, and bottled up before one of them just snaps? Well, and that was... You, like, they, ha- they can't react to getting hit. Like, they yeah. know they're wrong. They have to wear it. But how long is it going to take before someone's just like... Yeah. I mean, like, well, yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's what we were talking about today with... Uh, with PJ, it was yeah. just like you know, why why is Manfred protecting him? And he's like, well, he has to because if not, it'd be freaking open season on yeah. these guys. And some still, of them are like, still the face of the game too, so or some uh, faces of the game. Yeah, but still, like he can't protect. He's gonna try to protect him by suspending pitchers, like we talked about. You can't do that. Yeah, you, you can't take away one guy. Yeah. yeah, you can't take away one guy's money and not take away these others who, when they cheated, and this yeah. guy's trying to police the game. Like, but, it don't work like that. Yeah. And that's gonna create. If you a can't lot police the game as a commissioner, then the game's gonna have to police itself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, but now, real quick, before we end the show, get into the quick fire round. Just to mm. ask you questions. Just uh, if y'all want to come up with any of y'all's own, go for it. But. uh 
rapid yeah, fire. Rapid quick. fire. Fifteen questions. Uh, Give or take. Favorite cleats. Uh, Adidas Afterburner. Okay. Those those black and gold ones you're wearing. Yeah. Is fourteen Garrett or no? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Something like Can't that. have money. <laughs> uh, favorite glove. My A2K. Seeds or gum? Ooh, seeds. Yeah, what flavor? Caramel. Salted caramel. What? From, from Spitz. What? Salted caramel from Spitz. That was not, I'm Man. not expecting that one. That's yeah. cool. Right <laughs> field. Uh, well, did you see him come out of right field the other day? I was a freaking hose piece. <laughs> God, still I'm, sure, I'm sure you can find my arm out there. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can find yours as well. Tell it my hand. They're out there somewhere. Uh, high pants or low pants? Ooh, tight pants. Man. Really? Yeah, yeah, tight yeah. Pants. Uh, tweeners. Tweeners. Tweeners, man. Yeah. Oh, old school. Uh, favorite uniform in the MLB? It could be it could be home way uh, rep. Alternate retro. Uh, I would have to go. It's probably gonna be something to do with the Yankees. No. Why? They've had St. the same Louis uniform. Cardinals powder. Oh yes, yes. yes. The new ones. The new ones. Those are, yeah. are fresh. Hang on a second. You ever want to say it was probably Yankees? They've had the same uniform since the I, I beginning. Do love, I do love pinstripes. I do love pinstripes. Pin pin the Yankees pinstripes are classic. Though. Oh yeah. They like the white. The white socks. I like how they look with the Nike symbol on them too. I, I you do like that? Yeah, yeah I, I like do it. because it gives it a real modern look. It's not. I've always like. I do like the majestic stuff. I've always majestic liked. I think it's, it's awesome. Yo, majestic, but Nike, I think the Nike looks cool. I know. Yeah. Use promo card, Carson Lee. <laughs> I don't have any promo. I don't have any pr- promos for Majestic. Uh, Majestic, if you want to reach out, slide in the DMs. Uh, <laughs> favorite batting gloves. Um, what's the one? What's the pair that you wear now? Spiders. Yeah. Those, those. Those are. They they were different. Um, but like a, one of the guys I train with, he's he gets spiders. So he was trading me a pair of spiders for a pair of shorts. So Makes those were those have been awesome because I don't have to use pine tar because oh, they, like they have they have like fo- they have football glove like on the, uh. on, the, on the thing. So I guess either those or I would say just classic Franklins. You can never go wrong with Franklins. Yeah, I think we get a Franklin shout out on every show. Um, hitting with with sunglasses on or no, no. during the day? No. C flap or no C flap? No C flap. Uh, lizard skin or pine tar? You kind of lizard know. skin. My man. Helmet pine tar or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah swaggy. Swag, huh? yeah. What is your favorite two O pitch? Fastball. Okay. Anything. Okay. Middle, <laughs> middle in. Yep. Anything down the middle. It's pretty pretty classic. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. Uh, what pitch is your weakness? Um. Oof! Wow. Uh, fastball up. Yeah, you go chasing. Yeah. See, I for me, too, my eyes get too big. Bro, when <laughs> it's like when it's way up. Oh no, way up is no. But like I'm thinking, yeah, like, it's letters, that one, like, like letters. It's that one like Skyler gave me yesterday. Yeah. Bro. When it's like right there, and it's like it looks good, but as it gets mm-hmm. to, it keeps rising. Mm-hmm. Man, I, yeah, I don't like those. All right, so fastball out. That's good enough. Jot <laughs> that down. He's on our team. I'll jot that down. He's on our team. Um, I know he ain't gonna stay there forever. So. That's true. We'll put that in the book. That's true. With the way things have been going lately. Yeah. Uh, 
Favorite hitting drill? Uh, ooh, one-handed bat. I was about to say, I noticed you bring the one, uh, the shorter bat mm-hmm. today. Shorter what what are you trying to focus on whenever you do that? Uh, just staying tight. Just staying tight? Yeah, yeah. And is there's actually not- another drill I like to do is when stride out and hit from here and stay short as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Almost like loading yeah, that back hip yeah. and throw the hands. Exactly. Uh, favorite player, I guess, growing up or right now? It's got to be a Yankee. Nope. Oh. Nope. Not Derek Jeter. I never really liked him. <laughs> to be honest. Um, I got. I, I do like. I do that. love somebody who idolized Derek Jeter and Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that was a good one. Classic Tulo in yeah. Colorado. Now let me ask. I got. I got a good one here. Yeah. Okay. So this was an argument that has been made with a couple buddies of mine back home. Mm-hmm. If Derek Jeter was not a Yankee, do you think he would have been? He would have the clout that he has today, and would he have been no, a Hall of Famer? He no. wouldn't have the clout, but I think he would be a Hall of yeah, Famer. Yeah, he still had three thousand hits as yeah. one of the best shortstops. I mean, yeah, people downgrade his his defensive ability, but he's got he's got yeah. Gold Gloves to prove it. Yeah. So, um, actually, you know, my favorite player of all time is somebody I've never even seen play ever, Joe DiMaggio. There you go. See, mine's Ted Williams. Like, I always say, like, if I could go back to one moment, I would actually. The whole moment would be the season he hit four of mm-hmm. four of six. Yeah. Like, I just want to witness that yeah. person, especially like the last game. Like to know that you're gonna have three or whatever hits, and he goes like five for six or like. That's four like for yeah, six. it's like Joe's fifty game, fifty six game yes. hitting streak. Like it's that literally be, during the exact yeah, same time, which and, would be well. And it, what's what? I, what's funny? He went after he got out. He went on another thirty like thirty something game hitting streak after that. That's so it, it's that's wild to me. That's insane. Yeah. Well, like so during the hitting streak. Ted Williams actually had a better number. I heard. Than yeah, I, I did. I did read right. that. It, it's it's that's wild. I actually heard that they were supposed to be traded for each other. Can you imagine? That Ted Williams up, as a Yankee. Give up Babe Joe Ruth DiMaggio. and Ted Williams. Gosh, freaking. I mean, getting Joe DiMaggio is no like. Yeah, that's no. But still, so, yeah. I mean, Ted Williams, man, no, and to trade Babe Ruth too, just yeah, that's, thirty years before, yeah. like. It's kind of like but, how they just traded Mookie Betts. Yeah, that's going to bite them in the ass. I mean, years. I love Verdugo. I think he's a great yeah, pickup for you guys, but he's he's not Mookie yet. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Mookie is a one of the generation, yeah. especially to come through your system like mm-hmm. that. Like, just doesn't happen. Uh, favorite big league stadium? Um, Besides Yankee Stadium. Not Yankee Stadium. You get, you went to the old Yankee Stadium. I yeah, saying. yeah, the old Yankee so, Stadium is is different. That's the one place. It's like, different because me and my dad say we're gonna go to all all thirty, yeah. and uh, we didn't get to go to old Yankee Stadium just because I, mean, I was young. Yeah, yeah. and you never think they're gonna tear it down Yankee Stadium. Right. And uh, yeah, we never got to go, and that's the one place I wish I got to go. Me and him got to go to Fenway together. I've never been to Fenway. That's Fenway. where I want to go. Uh, Fenway really is bad. awesome. Yeah, incredible. Besides you, I've had buddies tell me that. You need to pick a weekend and go All to Boston. Right. Are you looking at Majestic Pants right I now? am, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> trying to find these things. My two favorite stadiums, I would have to say Marlins Park. What? And City Field. Marlins Park? Yeah. Man. Really? Yeah. I, oh, and the new Brave Stadium. The new Brave Stadium is one of the sickest places I've ever seen. It looks nice. Awesome. It looks nice. Food is awesome, and I love City Field. I'm 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 excited to see the new uh, Rangers Stadium. That, that looks oh, sick dude, it too. It looks dude. sick. Yeah. Their yeah. old stadium, Globe Life Park. Yeah. yeah. That place is like 
I remember probably going, top three of my favorite stadiums. Yeah. Probably Boston, Dodger Stadium. Detroit is nice too. Detroit's all right. Like, yeah, it's kind of like in a fish. It's kind of like in a fishbowl. Yeah, like it's like yeah. everything's it's like on top, the, and then you go down. I think it's like on the same corner as Tiger Stadium yeah. used to be. It's that's it's also right next to Detroit Lions. Yeah, yeah the Detroit Ford Lions. Ford Field. Ford Field. Yeah. That's how Cleveland is. They're right next to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, oh, well, and then or Kansas uh, City. Kansas City's right Philadelphia. Too. I flew into Philadelphia the other day, and when we were landing, I saw uh, Citizens Bank, Citizens mm-hmm. Bank, the football stadium, and the basketball arena, and they're like all right there, yeah. like within walking distance. It's, 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 it's cool. Marlins Park. What is it about Marlins Park? The retractable roof. Yeah. Really? Oh, you yeah. gotta get a minivate. For a retractable roof stadium, mm-hmm. it's sick. It makes nice. Cameras everywhere. Yeah, you get caught doing anything. <laughs> also, because uh, like, you get to sit in the front in Marlins Park, you get to walk. Yeah, yeah. Walk Ranger uh, Globe Life Park, though. I remember going there when I was. It wasn't for a game, but me and my dad were in Dallas, and we were just, like, "Oh, there's a stadium," and they has, like let us walk in there, and it was like, "Holy crap, this place is ginormous." It has just like a classic feel. To yeah, it. and that's like when I walked into Fenway for the first time, like. <coughs> I felt like I was going to watch baseball like in the 30s. Like I yeah, can just yeah. feel the history, like, like the old, energy yeah, of it. Yeah. And that's kind of like how Globe Life Park felt. Like it felt like an old-timey stadium. Yeah. It was, it's awesome. Um, if you could be the GM for a team, who are you going to start your MLB team with? Who am I going to start it with? Um, <laughs> Heard the Astros are looking for a new GM. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say... Um, Trout. Okay, we're not going to go with Trout. Because I feel like Trout's the easy answer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which, speaking of, congratulations on the. Uh, yeah, I bet Mike baby. is listening. You never know. I bet he's, you never he's know. scrolling through podcasts right now. So <laughs> that Carson Lee guy. 1% Academy, 1% Athletics. Get me on board, baby. I need an arm sleeve. You never know. You never know. Hey, Mike, let me hook you up with an arm sleeve, baby. Screw let, Nike. Hey, let me hook you up with a bat. Congrats screw, on the kid. Screw Nike. <laughs> if not well, Trout, then I'm picking Judge. Okay. Second coming of Judge, pretty gonna, much for me. And then you're going to fight for that MVP. Just a little bit bigger version of it. Yeah. Dude, uh, his bat his bat is a club. Mm-hmm. I remember the guy had one of his models last year, and he was like, oh, yeah, this is one of his gamers, and picked it up, and it was like Thor's hammer. <laughs> Like a 35-inch, 35-ounce bat. Door on our What's one thing you would change in the game if you could change it? Hmm. Whatever they're trying to change now. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really... You want to change anything? Uh-uh, okay, no, let's do nothing. a uh, less rated R version of MF... What is it? MFK. So, Mary... Marry yeah. one. <laughs> Marry, yeah. love, and get rid of. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Good. Let's go league-wide DH. Um, to pitch clock and track man balls and strikes. I get what you're saying. What, okay. what you... I'm getting rid of track man balls and strikes. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Thank you. Who are you going to marry and who are you going to love? Married league wide DH. Okay, and then was pitch count. Just gonna love that one. Yeah, I guess so. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Dabble with it. Don't have to. 
If you could sit down with one MLB player, who would it be? It could be anybody. Lindor. Why? Just to pick his brain. Just defensively or uh, both? Yeah, because I, I think we're I think hitting wise it's the same not the same obviously but we're the same philosophy. Yeah. I, yeah. I love watching him hit. Dude, he's a freak. He's a best. Little, yeah, I mean I love I watching say, him just play all around. But Javi, yeah. but he, we don't he we don't too flashy for you. We're, no, we don't hit the same. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. But, like I would pick Lindor's mind on all aspects. It's a good choice. If you could go back to one moment in baseball history, who is it? What's it going to be? You get to see a lot. Um, that's tough. Uh, I would love to see the home run that Barry Bonds hit off of Gagne. Yes. That YouTube video is yeah. I would love to watch that in person. And we were talking That's about that the other day, about that that literally being like one of the greatest battles in the it's history like of the team, game. The two bat, apex right? athletes just duking it out yeah. right there in front of thousands of people. In the, like, probably like one of the prime moments of baseball. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, I, that dude's chasing yeah. down 755. Like, I would say that or uh, Can we play that? Aaron Boone's home run. To oh, off a Tim, oh off a Tim to, to go to the World wow, Series, dude! Wow, you really gotta bring that up. That would be that would be intense. Imagine yeah. speaking of tense, this is what I feel right now between you two. <laughs> you got a Red Sox and a Yankees fan. Jeez. I mean, Altuve did it this year. I mean. Yeah, but he knew what was coming. <laughs> uh, slider. <laughs> First, how you do that today? <laughs> <laughs> Alright boys, huddle up. Oh man, look at this. <laughs> Those damn brigands. Oh, this guy's always getting on to me about how I talk. Like, yo, I host a podcast. I must talk alright. No, you do great. I just like I, I love you, Carson. This is why I'm here. It's me and you. First purchase with your MLB contract. Mmm. A house down here. For my mother, for my mother to get her out of New York. How many, how many siblings do you have? Just one, one brother. He's younger than you? Yeah, he just turned 21 a couple weeks ago. All right. Yeah. Kids, kids a scrub, though. You hear that, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take something from your brother. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I get to face him in the off season. Oh, he's a pitcher? pitcher. Yeah, a lefty. That's awesome. Oh. That's awesome. We got to play at, uh, I got to face him at, um, Right after the season, and I got to face him at our old little league field, and it's obviously there's in uh, in the Bronx like this Castle Hill Little League. There's a small there's the small field like the junior field, mm-hmm. then you have the big field and there's the t-ball field, but it's all in one yeah. complex. So, <laughs> Where's he in school at? East Georgia State College. That's awesome. Yeah, That's JUCO. That's badass. Yeah, yeah. All right, before we sign off, uh, do you have any final advice just to give guys? Um, guidance you know pursuing college pursuing professional baseball or even just to get better um if this is what you want to do just take it as seriously as you can uh, the moment you slack off somebody else is going to pass you so one percent better every day yeah absolutely um all right go ahead and plug your social media accounts where they can find you and then uh we'll be good 
Um, at Mercado Skyler uh, on Instagram, M E R C A D O S K Y L A R. Uh, Twitter, looking at <laughs> the same the same thing. Uh, I think I'm. I think it's at Mercado Skyler on on all social media. So. Awesome. Sounds yeah. good, man. And I'm going to drop that uh, YouTube link in the description box, too. That sounds good. So I appreciate you coming on yeah, on the uh, 1% Academy podcast and my two co-hosts. Appreciate y'all sitting in, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>